You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. This is the Pete and Sebastian Show with Pete Corielli and Sebastian Maniscalco. from Boston. Listen, I know everybody wants to give DJ Lou shit because the kid has never even bitten into an apple. But let's look at it this way. If it was Lou back in the day instead of that bum Adam, we'd all still be living in goddamn Eden. So I'm with you, kid. Fucking apple. Sebastian Show, back, baby. Sebastian Maniscalco, what's up, Lou? I love this tune. How's everyone doing? Who's this? I don't know, but I love it. I haven't heard it in years. Primitive, primitive radio gods. It's from the nineties. Well, a, a woman uh, reached out recently, and this isn't the first time either, Lou. People want all the songs that started all the shows. They want a list of them from you. Seems like a lot of work. That seems awful. Wow. I, I don't see that happening. Four, that's 400 some odd songs. Come on. <laughs> I don't know. I thought you'd go, cool. I'm glad they like what I'm putting out there. I'll get it out. Uh, you know, you, you you know lucky, lucky Lou comes on for the show, <laughs> let alone gonna do homework. Yeah, right. Well, what they can do is listen, re-listen to every show, and you use that uh, Shazam. You ever use Shazam? Yeah. Yeah, that's great. Man. I've tried it with myself. You ever do that? Like, I put my stand-up on. Shazam's like, I have no fucking clue who to do. <laughs> <laughs> Stump Shazam. Yeah, that's how you do that. Uh, so, what's up, bro? How we doing? What's up? Um, God, I don't even know what to do here. Uh, celebrated a birthday on Monday, 46 years old. Your birthday? Yeah. yeah. Oh, shit, man. Happy birthday. <laughs> Slip right by. I did not know. Listen, Four, six. I, I'm not one of these guys where I'm like keeping tabs on who calls, who doesn't, whatnot. Right? I'm not, it's just, it's just, I'm not a big birthday guy. Yeah, uh, no, it's. You know, I mean, some of these people, they do the birthday week, the birthday month, they go the night before, the day of, the night after. You know, it's yeah. like, come on. It's just it's not needed. So Lana and set up a nice little dinner for for us. We went out um, and uh, just relaxed and enjoyed it. It was no, now, uh, no big thing. 
you you must have blown out candles with Serafina right by your side. I'm sure somewhere. Yeah, right? yeah, we did a little cupcake here, and yeah. uh, that that was my birthday. Watching her blow out the candle was, was a, you know the the older I get, yeah. the the less I want uh, sim- simpler things, right? Well, the older you get, the more you have too. So it's easy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what would you even wish for, guy? <laughs> I'm, I'm, Seriously, I used to, uh, it's funny because all my wishes were always health to my family and all that good stuff, you know? And then I just turned, my birthday was, you know, in April, and I did a hard fuck it. And before I blew out the candle, I said, I want big things from the career this year. (laughs) (laughs) That's not to say I don't want my family to be healthy, but uh, I burnt the candle on me. I've never did that before. I did a blowout for me. Instead of keeping nice, it, uh, you know, I like to say a prayer and drink to world peace. You deserve it, you know. Sometimes you just want to do a wish for yourself and the hell with everybody else. But uh, yeah, I did a little candle there. We did a little cake. And, do you wish? Uh, do you make a wish to yourself? You know, yeah, I did. I, I did the health wish. The Pete and Sebastian Show. More importantly, let's get into uh, the earthquake. Oh my gosh, I forgot you guys had an earthquake, man. You get so isolated in your own world. (laughs) Shit. (laughs) National news. That that I kept tabs of no calls. (laughs) Right? (laughs) The birthday, forget it. I go, babe, can you leave Pete, Lou, nothing on the earthquake? <laughs> well, I was in the woods camping. I had a complete shutdown. But uh, on the flip side, I got to say, I, I'm not sure I'd throw you an earthquake text because I feel like you would be like, all right, anybody who lives in California is getting texts now. <laughs> right? That's how I feel you would take it. <laughs> I mean, you, it would oh. be in the news if you got collapsed. <laughs> yeah. It would be, uh, you, you know, shit. You're on all these shows while you're alive. I'm sure if you died in an earthquake, you'd pop right back up. <laughs> no, but I'm sorry. Was it, was it near you? When I, then when I did read about it, I felt like it was far away from Cal, uh, L.A. Well, did you feel it? Well, July 4th, we got hit with that. I think it was a 6.4, and I was in a park. Uh, at uh, at the time of impact, so I did not feel it then. Um, like like didn't even know like someone didn't told even you know. Or- someone said there was an earthquake like ten minutes later, and I was like, I, I, didn't, I didn't feel shit. Yeah, Lou, that's exactly what he would text back. I would go, Are "You were right," and he'd go, "I didn't feel shit." <laughs> someone <laughs> told me about it, and I'd be embarrassed that I reached out. No, no, I, I listen. That one, nothing. Now the next day. About eight twenty, Lana and I are outside having dinner, and I'm starting to move. Right now, right away, I know this is an earthquake. Jeez. Lana, I I look at her. I go, We're having an earthquake. We're having an earthquake, and I run. I'm sorry. When you got kids, and there's an earthquake, and they're upstairs, and you're downstairs. I got to tell you, man, I don't think I've ever ran this fast. I took about five steps at a time up the stairs like a Dude, gazelle. 
I bet you ran faster than a, a, a track athlete could. I wish we had video. You probably floated. The adrenaline must have been through the roof. Through the roof. Now, we have a, like a chandelier that hangs, and that thing was, and it's kind of got chimes on it. So that was like go, swaying and, and making noise, which added to the, you know, the whole. Yeah. This was the biggest one. I've, I've been out here 21 years. I went through the one in Napa, which I felt, but not like this. This this felt pretty big. And then you put the kids on top of it, and uh, it's a whole different deal. So I come into Serafina's room. I put the light on, and I was very brisk to walk up to the crib. And I was mindful that I didn't want to scare her, but I was very deliberate, and I picked her up, and I got Lana going, don't scare her, don't scare her. The, 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 the house is shaking. What do you mean, <laughs> don't scare her? But she don't know, man. I know. <laughs> I know, you know, man. This is, wow. So then is Lana it still goes, shaking at this point? Yeah, I'm, I'm saying a good 13 seconds this thing lasted because I, oh, I rewound the videotape. We got cameras in the kids' room, so I, I rewound it, and you hear the whole house starting to shake, and the crib started to shake, too. Well, Serafina was not sleeping, but it startled her enough to where she was like, what's going on? So, uh, Oh, it did. Okay. All right. Shit. Oh, yeah. It was it was no jokes, and, and Lana was really, really kind of uh, shaken by it. She's got a bunch of hormones running through her body with breastfeeding, just having a baby, so she was she was definitely startled. So that brings me to, am I prepared for a tragedy, right? Now, as you well know, we do know I got the throw ladders. We do know I have a crowbar. I also have my two uh, kits, my two safety kits, just in case we have to, to, to run and go. I got those, but uh, here's something I was ill-prepared for. I just didn't know where they were flashlights <laughs> do you know where a flashlight is in your house oh are you i got flashlights all over i got one by my bed one downstairs two in the garage i know where all my flashlights are wow. I just needed them just need them two days ago i have so many questions i don't want to interrupt you but no 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 go ahead what do you got i mean first of all what what we are all witnessing here beyond all these ladders out the window you have the most important thing we find out now balls because when that thing started shaking, you ran upstairs and took action. Now you know that you're a man of action. You don't know how you're going to react. That's why, like, I got bear spray. I don't know if I'm going to pull that shit out, if I have a sore bear, if I'm going to drop it and shit my pants. You know. What did you do when you got to Serafina? Do you pull her out of her, her, her crib or whatever or she sleeps in now and, and hold her, cradle her? Yeah, I do a pull out, a pick up, and I act like, yeah, hey, it's okay, it's okay. And she was fine. And we all just hung out in the room, kind of talked a little bit. Uh, you know, it's calm, calmed everybody down. Where was I Caruso? Went, Caruso was with the night nurse, and Lana was with them, and I was with Serafina, and then we all came into the uh, Caruso's room. Uh, I got the generator. Power was still on, and the generator didn't have to kick into action. However, the generator kicked into action. I didn't tell you this about three weeks ago. Seamless, beautiful. So you're saying... Yours goes out, generator just kicks on? Generator kicks on, and here's a little tip for those of you that uh, have a generator in your neighborhood. 
So God forbid of catastrophe. I'm talking a cyber attack. I'm talking hurricane, tornado, earthquake, what have you, right? Your power clicks off. The generator comes on. Let's say it's at night. The Maniscalco recommendation on having a generator in the home is even though you have a generator, you still shut off all the lights, right? And here's why. It takes 72 hours for a human being to take drastic measures without food or water, right? So let's say there's a cyber attack and everything goes dark, but you got the generator and you got the light on at night. You got zombies outside who Mm -hmm. are... (laughs) That's valuable, yeah. I mean, Walking Dead's my favorite show, so you're preaching to the choir guy. I mean, you're showing that's like that's like wealth to have a generator. That's wealth after 72 hours. People yeah, want that. Yeah. So, so yeah, they're 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 coming inside regardless. So, you you go outside and you talk to your neighbor. Now, I don't know if you would do this, but if your neighbor goes, "You got power," and let's say it's day two and no power, do you go, "Yeah, nah," even though you got a generator? Do do you lie to the neighbors? No, gosh, right now the neighbors I have, ooh, that's tricky because then they're going to want to shower and shit, <laughs> right? <laughs> then your your place becomes like word gets out, right? Yeah, I yeah. Guarantee, I guarantee you nobody on my block's got a generator because when the thing went out the uh, three weeks ago, I looked outside. My house looked like the Luxor Hotel in Los Angeles. <laughs> Wow. And mine's operating at full capacity over here. Sebastian meant to say capacity. Do you so even, I, is it so seamless that you didn't even know they went out? Yeah, you don't even know. Oh, that's. It, it, just, it clicks in. It's loud, too, though. I mean, this thing clicks, clicks in. And I mean, the only thing that you cannot do is run the ovens. At the same time, you're running both air conditioners. So I got two air conditioners, one up and one down. You can't, like, bake a cake, cook steak, and cool the entire house with the generator. Oh, but you can only (laughs) cook the steak. Everyone else sweating their balls off in the dark, and you can't bake and cook at the same time. I love it. (laughs) So... So, and I also, and I I think I'm being repetitive on this, but I got to reiterate for the new listeners, I got the, I got the, uh, the generator that has its own separate gas tank. So even if the gas is cut off, I got like a, almost like a propane type gas tank that's even if everything goes dark, I still got backup. I got backup for the backup, right? Wow. wow. Yeah, you're, you're locked and loaded, man. So now I'm ready to go, yeah. bro. I, this is such a small... I, I went camping. I have a whole generator thing. I went off on a guy. I'll get to that. But now, when when this happens now, afterwards, do you have to have an inspector come and make sure the house is okay? Uh, I haven't had anybody come out at all. I mean, obviously, I walked around the house, uh, eyeballed if there was any cracks or anything in the wall. The only thing that had happened 
uh, was there was a trophy that I have that was in a shelf that kind of moved. It's almost like one of those coin machines at the carnival where the quarter's just hanging on by a by a thread for the bulldozer. Yeah, yeah. You, you put it. Yeah. yeah, that's my trophy. It's just oh. hanging there. And then a painting was just crooked a little bit. But other than that, there was no structural damage inside the home. I mean, no, we didn't have anybody come out to look outside. But the house is made for, for earthquakes as far as being resistant to them. I mean, it's it rolls. There was one last night. Actually, there was one the same night of the 7.1. We had a whole debate, and this is how sick I am. And I think all comedians are like this. There's a 7.1 earthquake that just hit L.A. I have a family in the house. Now, in an hour and a half, I got a set at the comedy store, right? Yeah. So I go to Lana automatically goes, "Uh, you you think they canceled your set? And right there, I kind of knew that she didn't want me to go. Yeah. Yeah. So I called the comedy store. I said, what's going on over there? Nothing. Uh, You coming? Uh, I said, I don't know. There's an earthquake. Yeah, yeah. There's a comedian on stage. Made fun of it. Everybody was laughing, right? So there's like, <laughs> there's like two different things going on. My family's over here shitting in their pants. The comedy store's roaring because the room just took a took a nosedive, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I feel like I want to get up. You know, like you ever feel like? Yeah. It's like if you got a spot and you don't go. I feel awful. It feels weird, man. It weird, just, man. I, so, I, you, you wonder who's doing the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I go, uh, I don't know. I, you'll be all right. I go, it's, it's only right, it's right down the street. I'll be right back if anything happens. As I'm saying this, an aftershock hits, and I go, I'm good. I'm uh, canceling. Yeah. Oh, man. Then now, I'm like, the- I, don't, I don't want them here, and then I'm not here. And God forbid that in 9.1 hits, and I'm outside the house, and they're inside. I said, fuck that. When when the second one hits now, the neighbors all come out to their driveways and goes, everyone okay? Anyone yeah, there's, anything? There's, there's, you know where I live. There's no neighborhood community here. There's nothing. Everybody... Is inside, and and they're all hovering in, in in a corner in their house. Nobody's like communal out here. You come outside here, you might get hit by a zombie. Not even with an earthquake. You think people would come out? And no, just like- no. Oh, I came out on my balcony. I looked at the street to see what was going on. I just heard a couple of dogs and some people who I think were high who were laughing hysterically in a couple houses down. <laughs> but other than that, everybody was inside. No one's out there to help. That's why I'm saying you got to take care of yourself in these situations. Get yourself some generators, dry food, some water. I got like a ton of water. It's another thing. I'm glad I had just in case, you know, uh, things go south. Everybody's going to go to the grocery store, clear it out. Not when you got the grocery store in your home. Good morning, sir. Would you like to try a vanilla brand oat crunchy? What do you think? Have a nice day. Fuck you. I know. I mean, we all know you don't have the one thing that you really need, but we ain't getting into all that. But But you you talking firearms? Yeah. Well, I tell you what, man. 
made me think twice. Earthquake goes down, shit happens. Nice to have a couple. Uh, it's gonna get to that. You think it would ever get to that? This is America. Yeah, have I you mean, taking a look around, bro. I mean, but at the end of the day, if there's a tragedy, I'll be like, I got some blue moons. Come on in. What are we gonna be? Kill each other? Yeah. We're all we got. Kumbaya. Well, maybe where you live. There's no, Kumbaya. probably not. Over here, I'm getting spill off. <laughs> <coughs> no, nah, man, I know. I know. That's what they say in Walking Dead, man. After three days, it's every man for himself. Gets ugly. Gets ugly. I'm just tired of these clever, artsy movies that are all over the place that I can't even enjoy. I can't even, I'm sleeping. I'm falling asleep. That's why I went back and found treasures, man. I didn't even have to find them. They're being made as we speak. Nick Cage is not making shit movies, folks. It's a rumor that is false. And that's why it's time for me to start a segment here. It's time to open the cage. I know it's not hip to say it, but I just love acting. And we love your acting. This has been requested and missed. It is time again. We're opening up the cage. Nick Cage stars in a movie that I just saw called The Frozen Ground. Folks, do yourself a favor. Put this puppy on. He plays an Alaska State Trooper named Jack Holcomb, based on a true story, who believes a guy named Robert Hansen, played by also underrated John Cusack. Cusack playing a crazy guy. Cusack. Serial. What? Cusack. Cusack. I'm yeah. sorry. I say Cusack? Yeah. And it's, I call him Cusack, man. We all know. Gross point blank. Say anything. Come on. I don't want to sell anything, buy anything, or process anything as a career. I don't want to sell anything bought or processed or buy anything sold or processed or process anything sold bought. Anyway, he plays a bad guy. Nick Cage is trying to catch him. Cage is a trooper who's about to be done. He's only got two weeks left. Takes place in Alaska, in, and it's cold. It's the winter, which is great because it's summertime now. You watch this movie. It's like drinking a lemonade. You know what I'm saying? Cools you down. He believes Cusack is the killer. Uh, but Cusack's got big people defending him, and it's a real cat and mouse. You thought you liked Insomnia with Pacino and Robin Williams? Pfft, do yourself a favor. As I said, check out The Frozen Ground. Cusack has a moment at the end similar to Jack Nicholson in A Few Good Men where he just can't keep it in. Ground's frozen now, but come every summer, when the snow and the ice melt, I'll keep going until I check every last mark. I'm going to ask the district attorney to petition the governor to reinstate the death penalty. With all the bodies we'll find, he'll get it. So if you don't want to tell us the truth now, we can't help you then. You can threaten me? You think you can threaten me? You think you know who I am? You don't have any idea who I am. Oh, riveting. I'm telling you. We're opening up the cage. More to come. Enjoy your Saturday night. You can thank me on Monday. So what, what's going on with the generator and the guy in the woods? So I go, no, I went camp and I went back to my Long Lake uh, 4th of July getaway with my pop-up. And, uh, and so I go to the same state campground. 
Now, you can have your generators on. Most people, almost everybody doesn't. There's tents and campers that are pop-ups, and it's quiet, and you're on the lake. But you can have a generator on from 9 in the morning till 11 in the morning, and then again at 7 at night till 9 at night, right? Wait, so wait, wait. Why, why can't you have it in the afternoon? Because these things are so goddamn loud. When you go camping, the idea is to sit there in the woods and wake up and sip your oh. coffee and hear the birds. Not God, it drives me nuts. The night before, as soon as we get there, we start eating dinner. And the, they're right across the way. It's an older gentleman, his wife, their son, who's like, you know, my age, and his wife and kids. And 7 o'clock, boom, generator goes. Thank you, Lou. That's exactly what it is. That's, I'm not even kidding. Sadie's going, I'm going to go to the bathroom. I'm going, what? What? And I, I get right by their site and I go, I can't hear what you're saying because of the generator. What? You know, that's my way of letting them know this shit is already bothering me, man. Right? So then I go to Jackie. How long can they have this fucking thing on till? How long? And she goes, I'm not doing this with you. Every time we go camping, you always have a problem with somebody and this. I go, I have no problem with anyone. It's just a fucking generator. I just want to know. How long can they have it on till? And she goes, it's in the glove compartment. You can look it up. I get the brochure. I go, all right, Jack. It's from 5 to 7. 5 to 7. It's like 6.59. And I'm looking over. And she goes, don't just run over there at 7 o'clock and say, shut it off. All right? You're going to give them a couple of minutes. I mean, Jesus. So, all right, all right. So I do a couple things. I'm walking back from the bathroom. It's like 7.05. I can't help it, man. I walk right up to the guy, the young guy, because I don't want it to seem like I'm picking on an older gentleman. And I go, I'm, I'm sorry, the generator's a 5 to 7. Would you mind shutting that thing off? And he looks at me for a second, like, doesn't know how to react. And then he goes, sure, pal, like that. Like, pal, like, oh, wait, you doing me a favor, guy? Read the fucking brochure. Should have been off five minutes ago. Right? Yep. So, so there's already... A little tension. Oh, and that's what it was, bro. Ludus is so great. Then it goes off and you're like, and you know, the people around you are glad too. You know they are. And you want to be like, somebody give me a nod, man. So then the old guy, Barry, comes up to me about two minutes after that. Again, this is nighttime. And he goes, hey, how are you? My name's Barry. And, and, and that's my generator. I'm with my family. And I'm so sorry. The rules are the rules. And I should have had it off. And that's my, I, I just wanted to introduce myself and say I follow rules and I apologize. I go, hey, Barry, no problem. I'm Pete. You know, I'm just glad you're not mad at me for telling you to turn it off when it's time to. No, no, no. I understand, Pete. Next morning, having cereal, hanging out, as I said. They wake up. Pow! That thing goes on. And anyone with a generator camping, too, they got it on these cords. Because they're filling up their camper with I don't know what. What are you, you going to watch a movie at night? The fuck are you even here for, guy? Yeah. So, so uh, and I know they're not showering in there because I see them go to the shower. So, they're not using the shower. So, they have it on a cord. And then the generator is always, like, way over, away from where they're sitting, blasting towards my site. And they got an old piece of shit one, because at one point a guy next to me put his on for about a half hour, and I could barely hear this thing. So this thing's blaring away again, and I'm like, all right, the rules are the rules. I don't say anything, but I'm pissed. And we get in our car, and we go to the lake or whatever we do all day. We are gone all day, all right? We come back at night. We go to start dinner. It's like literally two minutes into eating dinner. Pow, this thing is blasting again. They just turn it on, right? Now, the fu- the kid the, the, and his wife and kids, they left. Now, it's just Barry and his wife. They're sitting in lawn chairs, sleeping, bro. They're sleeping. And mm. this thing is blasting 
right in my face while I'm trying to eat dinner. And it's like 5.30. So I walk by and I look at it. And I hear the woman. She sees me and she wakes him up and she goes, I can't hear what she says. And he goes, till 7 o'clock. So I go, all right. I say to Sadie, all right, she just told him, asked him how long he can have it on. He told her. So they know it's bothering me. And she goes, Dad, you know what Mom said. Just leave people alone. Go, no, I'm just the same, right? So then me and Sadie go to the bathroom, and we're walking back in our flip-flops. And, I, bro, I'm, like, not even close to my site, and I already hear this fucking thing. And it's the only generator out of 110 sites. I did a drive around to make sure. And I come walking up. And Barry's looking at me, and I'm looking at him, and I go, it's driving me crazy, Barry. That goddamn thing is driving me crazy. I just, I know you can have it on till 7, but I got, I got to tell you. And he goes, well, Pete, I go, no, it's driving me nuts. I've been gone all day. I come back, it's on. I wake up, it's on. I mean, and then I walk away, and he goes, calm down now. Calm down. I'll shut it off. And he comes over, he turns it off, and he comes over. Oh, it's off, all right? Just calm. And I go, now, Barry, I'm sorry. You have a right to keep it on. I flipped out, but, you know, like passive-aggressive. I just went nuts. And now I'm telling him it's okay. But bullshit on that. He knows he was pressing my buttons, and he didn't need the juice. His wife even said, why is it still on? He's like, till 7. So you're playing me, Barry. You're pushing my buttons. So I go, uh, you know what, Barry? You want to put it on? Put it on. Can you? Can we put a towel over it? Can you put it behind your camper? I mean, it's just, what is it, from 1972, bro? It's killing me. I mean, are you almost done juicing up? I, I, I'm done. I'm, I'm, I'm done. I'm, I go, you sure, Barry? No, I, I really am. I am. Okay, because I know you have a... No, I am. So then Sadie and I go over, and we're, like, doing something on the side, and she goes, Dad... You really have to watch your temper. And Jackie goes, you happy now? I go, listen, guys, I, I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. It was fucking driving me nuts. So what, yeah. what the hell is this guy charging? He's just juicing it up. So the next time he goes camping, it's already pre-juiced. Oh, no, guy. come on. Yeah. You don't do a pre-juice during, yeah, you go a, during a juice. That's what I'm saying. It was just selfish, man. And I know he had a right to. And then the next morning, uh, Sadie and I are coming back again from, uh, went to check out the lake, and she goes, it wasn't very nice what you said to Barry. And I go, well, you know, sometimes you got to do stuff that you're not happy about, say. And she goes, you, you should apologize one more time. And I go, all right. Kid's great. All right. For you, I will. All right? You serious? And she goes, Dad, you said you would. Oh, God. I walk right up to his site. And I oh, go. Oh, God. Barry, excuse me, Miss Barry, I just want to apologize, man. I had no right yelling at you. Rules are the rules. You had a right to do it. I shouldn't have did that. And I, I just want to tell you, it's, it's not normally who I am. Why? Uh, <laughs> uh, and he goes, hey, no problem, Pete. Where are you from? I say, and he says, where he's from. And I go, enjoy the rest of your summer. You too, Pete. And it's really quite all right. Really, really, don't let it, don't let it bother you at all. So did you feel better that you did that uh did nah you? nah i didn't feel better i felt bad that i yelled at him because he was like you know i don't know like 65 what a time to be alive you know and you know, that doesn't make me happy you know i mean i felt better when i was dealing with his son but you know i feel like barry called his son the son's like oh fucking drive right back there and kick the shit out of that guido <laughs> <laughs> Did you bring that camper that you you showed me in the uh, in last in that last photo when you were doing sit ups the last time you went 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. beautiful, man. Every time we go away, we put a new bumper sticker on it, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, like, give me, like, a day in at the campground. What the hell are you doing there? You get up, oh, you well, have the coffee and the yeah. food. But, like, what do you do from, like, 9 to 5? Sadie, where we go, it's, it's in Long Lake. And there's this, this great campsite. I can't say too much more. And it has a lake. It's not Long Lake. And it's just gorgeous dude i mean the water is about up to your knees for like a long way and then it gets up to your waist it's really warm there's mountains all around you so we wake up uh we have breakfast but right away i start up the camp uh, the propane i heat up the water i get the coffee going jackie wakes up fourth of july we have a big fourth of july breakfast we're doing eggs we're doing bacon we're heating up bread i got a fire going um then See, Sadie made, the last year we went, she met a friend there, right? And they became very close. It was crazy how much they enjoyed each other's company. And the mom is a real nice woman, uh, very friendly, uh, and we became friendly with her. And she's like, we come every year. My father has a summer house up here, and if you want to come back next year, we'll be here, you know? And Sadie and this girl wrote to each other all winter long. Can't wait to see you. I mean, as soon as we pull up at the campground, because they they have a summer house, but they go to this lake every day to swim. That's where Sadie met her. So they're like, we're already at the lake. Can Sadie come say hi before you set up your camp? And we drop Sadie off. She goes running up. They hug. She's already got a suit on, and she's just gone. With this girl she hasn't seen in a year. They're thick as thieves. It's crazy. So, but then, now we know the family a bit, you know? So, the next day, we go and we sit down at the lake, right? And then the family shows up and they sit with us. Which, you know, why wouldn't they? They're very nice and we're all sitting together. Uh, and, you know, now the brother's in town this year with his lovely wife and their kids. And Sadie's playing with everybody. And it's 4th of July and every 4th of July in the morning, they go to this big field in town at the main street and all the town puts up all these prizes and the kids do potato sack races and all three-legged races and egg tosses and we go and the whole family's there and then at one point there's an extra egg and the mother-in-law goes let's say her name is uh Sa- Sally it's not but she Sally goes I have an egg Pete want to do the egg toss with me so now I'm doing an egg toss with the family oh my right? god <laughs> I know. Oh. Like you part of family. Then, at the end of the night, they go. We watch the fireworks up on the hill, away from the ta- uh, the, the the tourists. The whole town goes up there, so we go up on the hill with them, and it's great, dude. It's the best spot. The and they is got this 1953. I know. It was sitting up there in lawn chairs, and the kids have sparklers, and you watch the fireworks below. And during the day, oh, by the way, during the day, we swim at the lake all day. And the father is a real nice guy. Her father, who, you know, lives there in the summertime, he goes up to his cabin and comes back with a big grill and a giant bag of charcoal. charcoal and he just dumps the charcoal into this pit, puts the grill over it, and just burgers and hot dogs. And we're eating. We're eating with the family. We're part of the family. I mean, just totally hanging. It's like a family reunion. And then... They have a little artist in town, a oh, woman who does artwork, <laughs> oh, and the God. kids the kids go there every, every year, and they do an art project with her. So while they're doing the art project, the mother-in-law goes, 
I set up a little treasure hunt back at our house. Oh, if afterwards you'd like to bring Sadie. So, oh, you know, on one hand, you don't want to be rude. On the other hand, they're such lovely people. And you're like, in your head, like, are we intruding? Are they just being polite? But we're like, all right. So now we go back to the house. The, they, they got a barbecue going. We're at their house. Sadie's doing the treasure hunt with the girls. I'm hanging out with the men, having a beer. And then at one point, dude, everybody but you, men, they just end up having a crush on me. The father goes, <laughs> he, he pulls me aside and he's showing me the house. And then we're out back. Fantastic man. We'll call him Ken, even though that's not. I mean, just such a top shelf individual. I can't even describe. And again, in his you know early 70s, I guess. And he's got his whole family there. And we're out back and he, we got a beer. And he goes, I go, man, I love the house. It's up in the hill. You can see the lake. It's gorgeous. You know, and he goes, yeah, you know, I know you stayed at the campsite and you away with your family but i appreciate you spending some time with me and my family and you got such a nice family i just want you to know if you're ever in a bind or, or you find yourself up here and there's an emergency right up here he puts his hand up and shows me where the secret key is to oh. the house <laughs> i'm like is this guy about to put me in the will <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just fantastic people, you know? Welcome to our family. Yeah. I got a couple and, questions here. Yeah. Let's rewind and go back to the lake swim. Yeah. Tell me, when you come out of a lake, what? Is there like a film on your skin? I, Not in the Adirondacks. This no, is the, it's like every lake I've ever been into. I feel like I don't know. Like I'm, I'm gonna come out, and my shoulders gonna be like, uh, my wife's gonna go, "Oh, what's that?" And it's gonna have like a red burn rash because there's something in the lake that's not supposed to be in there. Yeah, or no, is this I like know. What lake, you, lake Como, we're talking. This, what, what is this, this? It's you got. They call it the 49ers. There's peaks of 49 of them, I believe, over 4,000 each. These mountains, and they're all around you, and everything is melting off of these mountains into this shallow lake. That is just when you come out of the lake, you forget that you need to take a shower. You, you're like, I'm good. Uh -huh. I could bring a bar of soap in there, and then. The camps, the, uh, the campsite has paddle boards you can rent for twenty bucks. You go up to the to the site, you give the guy twenty bucks. He's like, the paddle boards are right down by the shore. Grab one, go ahead, and just take Sadie way out with Jackie to the middle of the middle of the lake. And we all had to stand up on the paddle board and yell, Corielli Summer Vacation 2019, and do a jump in. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said, we do a jump every summer somewhere. Every year we do a jump for vacation. Corielli Summer Vacation 2019. Wait, you so, do a jump in the water? Uh, whatever it may be. Wherever that our vacation may not be in water. Maybe you have to jump off of, uh, you know, a little, I don't know. We'll see where it takes us. I could be in Rome jumping off the fucking steps of the well, I uh, like that tradition. I like that you started traditions in your family, which uh, if I could branch off for one second. Yes, I, I, do. I, I, I do like the, the tradition that families establish. And I heard something today that really struck a chord with me. Uh, and tell me if this is something that you would get involved with or something that you would do. This is almost 
equivalent to the uh, Pete Corielli, um treasure um, chest that you would leave behind. God forbid yeah. you pass away, and there's there's a, a bunch of stuff in there that helps Sadie live the rest of her life. But what this guy is doing, which I thought was really, really brilliant, he's got two kids, and what he did when they were born is he created an email account for each of them. And each day, he's been emailing them to that account of the occurrences of the day. So, for example, like uh, if I were doing this, uh, hey, we had an earthquake today, and I ran up to get your get you in your bed, Serafina. Da, 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 da. And at 18, when they turn 18, he's going to give them the passcode, and they could read all the emails from the last 18 years. <sighs> no. <laughs> You guys Where said four hundred getting the four hundred songs was work. Who wants to read that when they turn eighteen? To have a log, like wouldn't if your mother tomorrow came yeah. up to you and said, uh, "Pete, here's a journal I've been keeping since you were born. I wanted to give this to you. It's the last." Uh, 47 years of your life here you wouldn't go oh my god I mean not that you're gonna knock it out in one night but wouldn't you like to take it back to 1977 April 2nd to see what the hell happened on that day I, I gotta say no I mean my dad's got a scrapbook of me from you know through the years which I I like to look at bad report cards in there too but I mean to know the daily, like, oh, my mom got a flat tire when I was in the back of the car and we had to call dad. Who gives a shooby shit? <laughs> Do you I think? Don't know, I, man, Lou? Third you, party? I, yeah, Lou, what, what, what's. What, the fact what that it's uh, email, but the fact that it's electronic is a little. It's not really sentimental to me. A scrapbook, I would rather. Yeah, like, by the way, dude, you got the best thing we all do is the cast. <laughs> Tell my daughter You want to know where we're at? Listen to the cast You know everything I was on a cruise ship Trying to feed your ass When you were one <laughs> Oh man But I just thought Something like that it doesn't have to be every day It could be a weekly journal You keep And then you give the password To the kid at 18 And say Here's your entire childhood Through my eyes yeah, but, like, do you think Serafina would want to be interested in, like, you're going to tell us someday when you were three, uh, there was a two. How old is she, two and a half? She's two uh, two years old, two months. Two and three months. May, June, July, um, now three months. Yeah, so she's, uh, whatever, 27 months. Right. You're going to go, well, when you were two, there was an earthquake. I ran up. You should have seen how fast, right? Lana, how fast did I run? Oh, he yeah. ran so fast. Lana was not. Yeah, I didn't read that shit. No, Dad's going to tell gonna, me at the dinner table. Yeah, but there's going to be little things that happen. Maybe that you're going to forget that, you know, like, if you could only journal it. That's the only way you could remember. Like, oh, I remember one night I got up and you wouldn't go to sleep and you looked in my eyes and you said pasta like you know like i don't know like one of those more <laughs> yeah yeah well all right like all right one time when sadie was little i didn't chance at the time her and her cousin were uh, in the bathtub yeah they were real little and you can hear them playing da, 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 talking and then all of a sudden they weren't talking 
And then, you know, before anything, I, Jackie got over there and she's like, what are you saying? What are you guys saying? What? Don't ever, you know, and they were saying, you show me yours if I show you mine. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Do I put that in the fucking email? <laughs> I, I think it's got to go in there. Ah. Oh. <laughs> no. Oh, maybe she. Now, now, what, if, what if that same cousin to her are close and now they're going out for a drink and she's like, oh my God, I asked them to show me a shit. Yeah, no, I just, I don't know, man. I just, something about nostalgia that, that struck a chord with me. Uh, and, and I think I might start doing something like that to kind of document the, uh, the early years. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, man, I'm encouraging that, but maybe you should do more of a, uh, audio like after every cast stay on with Lou and lay down 10 minutes of uh oh, what are you gonna do day to day you should do audio though bro you're gonna type that out <laughs> all right maybe, maybe it's a voice memo uh, that, that seems a little more your style or I would a say. video journal that only the uh, your kids will see oh yeah 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 maybe I'll do that that sounds better Today was sponsored by none other than Mac Weldon. Couldn't think of a better sponsor right now with the warm weather upon us. Have you ever worn a Mac Weldon t-shirt? I saved mine. I could have worn them in the winter, but instead I saved them for the summer. Just belted them out for my family. They're visiting every single brother-in-law, dad, sister. Where are those t-shirts from? Where are those t-shirts from? Listen, guy, whatever you want to. Boxes, briefs you got on right now, they're probably not cutting it. You go to Mac Weldon, they got you covered. Boxes, briefs, t-shirts, sweatshirts. You look good, casual. You look good to go to the gym if you want. You can't beat that stuff. I'm telling you. Now, I know a lot of you out there just buy whatever eight-pack underwear is on sale at the time. I get it. But with Mack Weldon, you order online and make the mailman work for you. What are you doing burning gas going to the store to get your own underwear? Have them bring it to you. Mack Weldon delivers. So right now, for 20% off your first order, go to MacWeldon.com and enter the promo code DJLU at checkout. That's M-A-C-K-W-E-L-D-O-N.com and use the promo code DJLOU, DJLU, for 20% off your first order. Start looking good, even in the casual environments. Later. All right, guys, the For Pete's Sake Tour is officially underway next week at Magoobie's Comedy Club out in Baltimore, Maryland. Really, Timonium, right next to Baltimore. I'll be there Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Then I go to Montreal, headlining my own shows every night at 7 p.m., Monday through Friday or Saturday. Looking forward to that, man, uh, anyone who can get out there. And just go to PeteCorielli.com. You'll see I'm coming to Buffalo, the Trough. I'm coming to Chicago, San Fran, New York City. The tickets are going fast at the Gramercy Theater. Hope to add more dates. Oh, one of my faves, East Providence, early September. Comedy Connection. Love that room. Uh, I hope to see you guys all out there, and I appreciate all the support. Can I slide into something I saw on a plane that I love your take on being a father? Yeah. All right. I'm, I'm flying long distance last week, a couple of weeks ago to California. I told Lou about this, but uh, 
seat sitting next to me, right? There's three seats. I'm on the aisle. Right next to me is a young girl. I'd say mm, 21, 22, pretty girl. Next to her, uh, a boyfriend, good-looking dude. I'd say he looked a tiny bit younger than her, about the same age. Plane takes off pretty quickly in the air. It's an early flight. She puts up the armrest between them so that he can lay his head on her lap, right? And then he uses his coat as a blanket, and she's stroking his hair, and Mm. he's trying to sleep. A little later, he's sleeping against the window. She's leaning on him. Then back him on lap again, her doing the hair. About three hours into the flight, now they're both sitting up. There's a woman in front of them. He goes, Mom, Mom. Oh, God. And then she goes, Mom, to the same woman. I'm like, oh, my God, the brother and sister. Oh, my God. Oh, Oh my God. God. Right? (laughs) Fucking incest. Holy shit, guy. (laughs) Oh, my God. Oh, that's weird, man. I'm sorry. That's out of line. I almost asked for a sea change, guy. Wait, you you sure it wasn't like he was saying mom like it was his mother-in-law? Oh, no. We had three more hours to fully confirm. The dad was next to that. And you guys, hang, uh, Wade will be there soon. Well, they were going to grandma's. They were flying to grandma's uh, as a family. They were brother. Mm. And sit. Thank you. Look at this music. Unbelievable. And in their 20s? Like I said, early 20s. Dude, you know, you ever, you, ever, you ever meet that friend of yours who's like his sister's his best friend? Like, I mean, like, I know you and your sister are tight. My sister's coming this weekend. I'm ecstatic. But she ain't going to be running her fingers through my hair while I rest my head between her uh, situation. You know what I'm saying? Well, well, here, here's one, and I got to be honest and transparent with you here. And uh, this was a holiday. Uh, it's got to be about six years ago. We were at my mom's house, and my mom was sitting on the couch, and I laid down, and my head was by my mother's like leg, and my mother was rubbing her hands through my hair. And Lana, after we left, said the fuck was that? I said, what? She goes, you're 39. And mommy's, mommy's petting you to sleep? Oh my God, Lana! You rock! Holy shit! Dude. Oh my God, I knew you were a mama's boy, but that's crazy. That is nuts, isn't it? I mean, in that moment, I was like, oh, wow, yeah, that is a little weird. I mean, it's, it's, it, it, it is and it isn't. I mean, it took somebody else to kind of point it out that, and my mom, I know, is going to listen to this and she's going to call, what do you mean? It's what I thought. You know, like she's going to get pissed, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, I tell you, the rose, rose, rose. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to tell me that. She said, "Get your head off my leg." I I can't mm. believe you, you did this in front of your wife. Ah, but that's what I'm saying. It was so like, hey, you know, that's what we do. But then it was like, whoa, maybe this is a little too much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 
so i mean listen the brother and sister thing out in the open and on a plane definitely out of line and i'm gonna say you know my mom petting me to sleep uh in front of uh in front of the family definitely something we could we we could reconsider but uh yeah yeah man well, I, I was. I, this is good because now you are uh, not as stringent as I am. I can't believe I, I, what I just heard, but I was so unmoved. Oh, oh, I don't know, unnerved by what I saw that I put together a little list. Uh, and I'll never have another child, so it's a it's a world I won't know. So I'm asking you because your kids are two years apart, about the same age as this uh, incestual couple. <laughs> <laughs> and as a let's say this is this is for uh let's say caruso's 19 seraphina well not your kids but any we'll say brother and sister about 18 to 20 you tell me these are either bi basically incest or uh bl brotherly love and that's fine all right okay uh sleeping in the same bed fully clothed maybe in a hotel or back home with mom and dad's Fully clothed, meaning sweatpants. Yeah, that's 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 all right, brotherly love. I'd say. At eighteen and twenty, yeah. Oh my god! I mean, oh then what's it's like your sister? It's like you're in yeah, bed, fully I, clothed. The, at twenty years old, you move the cover slightly. I get a hard on. I got a hard on now. Oh, oh shit! Nothing like you got that kind of control, Lou. Third party, third party. Is this incest? Lou, if you got to put it that way, yeah, it is. It's fucking incest, oh, guy. Come, come on. on. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. You bought an ice cream cone and your sister wants a couple of licks. What flavor is that? Butterscotch. I always wanted to try the butterscotch. Yeah, no. I'd say get a spoon. I think you're just saying that now to try and be cool with me and Lou. No, no. I mean, listen, licking my same cone, that's... Uh, listen, I, I'll go as far as to say my, my sister shouldn't be eating an ice cream cone around me, even if it's hers. <laughs> Why not, man? <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, <laughs> All right. All right. Uh, uh, kiss on the lips when you meet uh, or something, but for more than a three-second lock. No, no, there should be no mm. kissing on the lips at all. Ah, that was a trick question, guy. I like it. I like your response. Yep. Uh, uh, I have one. Wait, what's the other one I had here? Sister. Oh, okay. Uh, you, uh, your sister rubs your back, gives you a little back rub at a Christmas party or something. She's sitting next to you. You lean over and you, you know, you yeah, it's on the fence. I mean, I've come behind my sister and I put two thumbs right in her back and I gave her like two hard rubs, but it was more like, you know, like, uh, hey, 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 you know, like more of a, yeah, hey, little sis, a big yeah, sis, n- not, yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not uh, get the oil out. Let me, uh, <laughs> right, okay, fair enough. So it's fair to say if we go under the shirt, skin on skin. <laughs> <laughs> you may as well tongue me. <laughs> oh god! Uh, and lastly, you got a you got some French onion soup, and your sister's like, "Oh, I've always thought about trying that." Again, again, do you say, "Well, we got to get you another spoon," or does she? Yeah, does she, can I think she, I think she could come in with another spoon. I think that's appropriate. 
I can you think you can just take your spoon and wipe it with a napkin and give it to her? Nah, nah it's nah. soup. You yeah. know, it's yeah. everything's all over soup. I, nah, I, separate spoon. So if you saw your your son sleeping on your daughter at that age, do you think on the plane would you would you be like sit up? <laughs> yeah, I'd say what the fuck you what are you, what are you two doing? <laughs> just, just, you go if you want to lay on someone's lap, come up here and lay on your mother's lap like I used to. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! Oh, shit. oh, oh fuck. god! Um, <laughs> I gotta get into what I did uh, or what I've been doing this past week, and I gotta get your take on it. I know this is gonna be a little out of left field, but um, I started doing cryotherapy. You know what that is? Uh, it's not fully something with the frozen stuff. So, yeah, so you basically go in a chamber, and uh, the chamber is at uh, minus 240 degrees Fahrenheit, right? Wow. And uh, you go in with socks pulled up to your kneecaps, like uh, those croc shoes. Yeah. Gloves, a medical mask, and earmuffs. Wow, nothing covering your privates, huh? No, you're just in there with your underwear. Oh, okay. Okay. So the only things I suppose are basically your torso, your arms, and uh, your knees up to wherever your underwear ends. Maybe your neck a little bit, too? Your neck is exposed. All right. So uh, the whole idea of the uh, the therapy is to reduce inflammation. the science says that, uh, and Joe Rogan talks about this on his podcast. He actually has a doctor on there talking about it, which really got in, really too in depth for me. But main thing is uh, reduces inflammation. It's mainly for recovery. Also, if you have any soreness, you know, say in your shoulders or your back or what have you, it's supposed to at at the uh, at the uh, low temperature supposed to reduce the inflammation. So. The maximum amount of time you could go in is for three minutes. Uh, when you first start, they recommend you do two minutes. So I go in there. Now, I'm nervous because I'm claustrophobic. So when they shut this chamber door, right? Yeah. Uh, you're in basically the the only thing I could really relate it to is if you were in a... I'm not going to say coffin because that's too small, but like a real small changing room, okay? And you're engulfed in basically, it looks like dry ice, the the smoke. It's actually, I think, ni- yeah. nitrogen mixed with air. Uh, wow. So I'm in there, right? And the whole yeah. time, or prior to me getting in there, I'm starting to get anxiety. And when I get anxiety, I start sweating off, sweating out of my armpits, right? So when I go in there, I'm like, who the hell? Am I the only guy that's sweating in 240-degree <laughs> below zero <laughs> Right. Oh shit! You could go to hell. You'd be the only one down there going, "Oh god, this place is fantastic." Oh wait, no, that's the other way around. Yeah, that's hot. Oh, edit little. So, 
I'm thinking the whole time, holy shit, they, I got water dripping out of my armpits. Are my armpits going to freeze together? Like, am I going to walk out of there and my arms are going to be frozen to my torso? No shit, right? man, right? Like, they probably, you don't want to go in there wet. No, not at all. They First of all, you can't go in with a heart condition. You can't go in there uh, wet with any, uh, you know, you can't like, have a wet head or anything like that. Forget it. You're done. So That's you, why you, you got the mask and uh, your extremities are basically covered by the, the socks and the gloves. So I'm in there, and before I go in, the girl goes, what kind of music do you want to listen to? And I'm like, listen, I'm not on vacation in there. At 240 <laughs> below, I could give a shit what's on the radio, right? But don't you want to be able to hear if they go, fucking kick it down! Get out! It's broken! Right? Well, well no, listen. listen <laughs> fucking listen to Barry White and freeze to death? Well, no, they got they got a speaker in there. You don't have to put your headphones on. They got a speaker in there. Oh, and okay. And then they got uh, a thing that counts down for you. So you'll hear two minutes remaining. And then you'll hear <gasps> one minute, 30 seconds remaining. So I'm in there. And I'm thinking, holy, what if there's an earthquake, right? And this thing tips over. And I and, and and the side that tips over is the door, so the door's on the yeah. floor, and yeah. I'm in a I'm in a chamber, a frozen oh. like what oh. am I? I, I yeah. can come out like Han Solo, right? Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> Holy I, shit! Did you do this after the earthquakes or before them? This was when this is this. So today's the tenth. Yeah, this is. After the earthquake, post earthquake, you got balls. But I didn't even think of that until I was in there. So I come out, and you come out into a, like a room that's that's cold, but not as cold as the two hundred and forty degrees. You put your robe on, and then you come out. And the woman's out there. So I come out, and she goes, "Oh my god, I've never seen someone come out as calm as you," because I literally came out of there. Like, I just went to the bathroom. That's how, like, I wasn't shivering. It was cold, but I, you know, it was cold. Don't get me wrong. But not the cold where I was like, oh, my God, give me, like, a jacket, right? Right. No, it sounds, what you did sounds really cool. It's like the guy getting off the roller coaster and just goes, you want to go get something to drink? Yeah. I I pulled a cool, like, it. It was cool in every sense of the word. So I get my clothes on, and I walk out of the place. Well, at first, they, they, I bought a package. They got so many damn packages, I just said, give me the unlimited. I want to come in. I want to come in every fucking day. I'm sorry. I, I came out of there a new yeah. man. I, really? I, I, I opened the door to go outside. And my car was like a block away. I ran to my car, man. Just you just I, felt like running. I just felt like running. My knee—I have a problem with my knee. My knee felt better. I got problems with my um, shoulder. That felt better, and I felt like somebody took out my blood, poured it over a glacier, and put it back into my body. Oh, what a description. 
<laughs> wow, man. So I'm like, I gotta go back. I gotta do this again. So I've been back for a total now of four times. And you got it. Is it okay to keep going like this? Obviously, must be. Well, I, again, I listened to the Rogan podcast, and they said, you know, at you know, ten times, you really start seeing the benefits. You know, like you really start seeing the, the you know, like oh wow, because like, I got a toe, an arthritic toe that's swollen. It's the big toe on my right foot, and I could like bend it, but it's not really fluid. I came out of here. I felt like someone gave me a brand new foot. Wow, if you're running on the first visit, can you imagine what you're going to be doing on the 10th, man? That's you know, right. Why? So, now, each time I've gone in, I've upped the time. So I went 215, 230, 240, right? Yeah. Now I'm at two, 245. So in the next one, I'm going to go three minutes. But every time I've gone, I've gotten colder and colder in there. Like, I walk out, my love handles are freezing, man. My tips of my shoulders are freezing. I mean, my thighs, everything. Oh, I closed my eyes. I figured, let me close my eyes for a little bit, for about 30 seconds. Yeah. I went to go open them. They kind of just, like, kind of cracked open. Like, they almost froze shut. Now, now, is this like, did they tell you not to close your eyes? No, 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 no. That wasn't on the list of things not to do. But uh, wow, anybody out there that's having any type of soreness, any type of arthritis, if you're looking for some recovery, this is equivalent to the football players kind of dipping their entire body in an ice bath after they play football to reduce yeah. inflammation. And I want to talk to Watt on this. By the way, Watt's been off the grid. I don't know what's going on with him. Um, I think he does the ice bath. I don't know if he's done this cryo thing yet. I would, I would suspect that he has. But uh, if you got a chamber out there in Fredonia, get yourself in it. And, and I'd love to feel, uh, hear what Jackie would think about this, especially being a runner. Wow, that's yeah, man. That sounds like something she could really use. It's not cheap, I know that, right? I'm not asking to say how much, but it's not cheap. Well, I, I, I'll give you what it is. It's um, unlimited. Uh, two uh, two hundred ninety nine bucks for the month. So three hundred oh, not... bucks. It's uh, it's like ten dollars a uh, a session. Yeah, no, that's like freaking right? cheap compared to what i thought i thought it'd be like 300 dollars a visit no no this is 10 bucks a visit and uh i even inquired hey could i come twice a day and i'm sleeping a lot better with this those of you that have sleeping uh issues highly recommend the chamber also i'm recommending uh cbd oil which has really really helped my uh my sleeping i'm telling you uh I went to a pot store the other day. That's an yeah. element. Have you been into one of these pot stores? <clears throat> oh, yeah. Of course, man. Ooh, yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's I, that's yeah, a whole I, ordeal over there. I, <laughs> well, it's the, the, the armed officer is a little off-putting. I kind of like it because uh, the one I went to, they needed an armed officer. It looked like something was going down in there. You know, it's It's basically... It's like a drug it's like a drug deal with a roof on it, right? Hey, baby, give me the 
Yeah, but I mean, is there that much more money at a pot place than like your basic Hess gas station? Like, like why don't they don't have armed guards at the gas station? Yeah, it's, but it's bringing in it's bringing in the clientele. You know, like a, a, a mother a mother that's sixty two years old is maybe frequenting a gas station. I'm not saying sixty two year old mothers or grandmothers don't go and get pot, but the pot store I was at in. I yeah. felt like bringing a gun in there. Uh, yeah. There's, there's, like, it's true, man. Certain ones, like when I was in Denver, that was in one, you would have thought they were selling wine. It was just all, oh, really? yeah, I mean, people, like, asking questions about what strain is what and excited to try. Uh, yeah, but I know. And then there's other places where you, like, get your shit and get out. <laughs> Yeah, this was not a wine thing. It's like you could tell the people that are in there because they have trouble sleeping. And then you could tell the people that are in there that are doing this on a day-to-day. And uh, there's there yeah. might be a gang element behind it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, So, so and you're only getting CBD oils as far CBD as... CBD oil, and I'm also getting the cream for when I get a massage to reduce uh, reduce the inflammation and the soreness in my muscles. And I got to tell you, it's, it's, it's doing wonders for my body. I highly recommend it. Man, I don't. How do you know what's doing what? How do you know the cream is doing what, or is it the the freezing? I mean, I don't know what it is. I can't pinpoint it right now, but it's a culmination of things. Uh, Do you see yourself in a future home getting your own machine? I don't know. uh, No, I don't think I'd go that far to get like a freeze machine in the house, but. this place is literally right down the street from my house. I just bang in, bang out, no appointment needed, oh. and and uh, and I'm done with it. But yeah, highly wow. recommend this, man. I mean, I couldn't I couldn't talk about it more. And if you're looking wow. for more information on it, hit that Joe Rogan podcast. I forget the name of the doctor. It's a female doctor that uh, did some heavy heavy research on it. Do you do research online? I don't even know where to look. Like I I put cryotherapy in. I don't even know like what link to because I don't even know what's valid what's true you know when people go i did a bunch of research online where are they going yeah no i know well they just look stuff up it's like now jackie's running a chicago marathon so she's using this book uh following this book on on how to run and train and she goes online and reads and i'm kind of like you i mean i read the paper online but i don't research shit yeah i don't i don't i don't do the i don't look at Oh, cryotherapy.com, whatever it is. I, I just, I don't know what's real and what's fake. So I just, I, I just turned to Joe Rogan. <laughs> well, do, do you do stuff like, um, like I was, uh, I was in the waiting room with a dentist and I didn't have the paper or anything. So I'm like, yeah, I feel like reading about Billy the Kid. So I just Google Billy the Kid. William H. Bonnie and start reading about him. I guess that's, is that research? I'm not writing a paper on the guy. No, that's fun reading. I mean, that's that's just like, I don't know, that's like passing the time reading. I'm talking about looking at statistics. 58% of the people that done cryotherapy uh, have ever, you know, like that type of stuff. I, I don't know where to find that. Did you know that there are at least 23 million American adults who can't read a one ad? Or a book or a job application. That's why we have RIF. RIF is reading is fundamental. Let's get organized. Hey, you're pretty smart. How'd you get so smart? Reading. 
A lot of times, I don't know, man. Maybe they're reciting it from articles they read, really. But I don't know. My encyclopedia now is the Joe Rogan podcast. If you want to know anything, he's had everyone on there from a doctor that knows about cryotherapy to Wiz Khalifa. He's like Google, but with the guests to get really in detail <laughs> about whatever you're Googling. It is. It's like uh, he's got everybody on there from Navy SEALs to he had Dorian Yates on there to the bodybuild. I mean, he's got everybody on there. Damn. Yeah. Well, number one cast. Joe Rogan. Number one cast. So um, that's a wrap for me. You got anything else? Uh, just one quick thing I want to throw by at my neighbor that I ran my trailer across and was on their roof and shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, the other day, there's a minivan in their driveway with North Carolina plates. And these people, they're trying to, like I said, they got another house that they go run into in the summertime. And they barely keep this one up. They've been trying to sell it. They won't lower the price. So now I'm like, what's this California uh, Carolina plates? My other neighbor goes, check this out. And he shows me the profile. They're Airbnb in their house. Oh, God. Right next to mine. Illegally. I'm oh. going to see uh, Larry tomorrow in town. Larry, the town permit guy, uh, who I had to deal with when I put my roof up with my Amish guys. And uh, I already have another neighbor who's on it, too. I'm doing a hard shutdown. And Jackie's like, that's it. When I see them now, I'm going to let them know. Transients, I'm raising a six-year-old, and you're just letting fucking Carolina plates pull up and spend the night in a minivan? I don't know who's yeah. there, what's going <laughs> Not cool, bro. Not you cool. got to shut that down right away. Absolutely. Yeah, that's going down. Yeah, so, hey, man. Breaking bad next to your uh, next to your house. It is, right? I mean, come on. Hey, Carolina plates and you're in a minivan? Dude, who did you just murder? <laughs> Fuck. So, good hang. Really good hang. Had a lot of fun. Good hang. Uh, let me just crank off some dates here. Rochester, October 3rd. Uh, Boston Garden, October 4th. I'll be in Las Vegas, October 12th and 13th at the Encore Theater at the Wynn Hotel. SebastianLive.com for all your tickets. And uh, thanks again for listening to the Pete and Sebastian Show. The show has ended.